Real quick, we have something fun for you. We created a free Feel Good 5 checklist. These are our five go-to why not turtle steps we implement on the regular to feel good every day. A turtle step to us is something you can easily do on your worst day that will move you towards the life of your dreams. We developed this podcast to feel good through self-help and community. And if you're ready to start feeling better, here's what you need to do. Go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. These are the best feel good tips we've found and you're gonna get so much value from them. Again, go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. Why not start feeling good today? This podcast is brought to you by Shay and Jayla. No, Jayla, a lot of people ask us how they can help us grow our podcast. You can like, comment, share, rate, or subscribe to us. Yep. And if you go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and just a simple word comment, that helps us be seen more by other Why Notters out there. Absolutely. Keep listening. And we appreciate you. Thank you. What's up, Why Notters? Good morning. It is Shay here. And it's Jayla. And welcome to the Ask, Ask Yourself Why Not Podcast. Podcast. The place where you stop asking yourself why. And you start asking yourself why not. Woohoo! And welcome. We have a special guest today. We brought back on fan favorite, <laughs> Joelle Moray. Absolutely. And Hi, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Good morning. That's hilarious. No, you you <laughs> laugh, but it is true. You had such a good um, episode last time, and if you haven't checked Joelle's episode out, it's just a few back. Yeah. Um, and it was on her program, which is Mindfulness for Stress Reduction. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very insightful. Very insightful. Today, we're going to talk more around fight or flight. I think it's something that we can all create more awareness around for sure. Yeah, so before um, we do. Yeah. Joelle, do you have a quote of the day? I do. I do. I prepared this a long time ago. I've been waiting. Uh, <laughs> just when the caterpillar thought its life was over, it became a butterfly. Yeah. Mm. So keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep transforming. Jayla, yeah. what's yours? Um, opportunities don't happen. You create them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, like I think, that I think yes. that's very true. This one is just an old one, but it's it's one that I've always held on to enjoy the little things for one day you may look back and realize they were the big things oh yeah that's so good that's so good for parenting isn't it absolutely mm-hmm. and that's by Robert Briolt sure sure Robert sure. <laughs> but yeah it's really good for parenting none of this other stuff that we stress about on the daily doesn't matter right but like oh bless you <sighs> sorry about that stuff with your kids it's a chicken soup would you say? I said it's the chicken soup. I oh. sneezed. Oh, got it. I've never heard of that. What's that? The chicken soup in your car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is this like something you say when you sneeze? Oh, I had my car detailed, Jayla. 
no longer smells like chicken soup it in here. It looks really good in here. Oh, you, I not, you do not look like a working mom of two. This car is immaculate. Oh, I, say. I just had it done because you know I left the chicken soup in my car. Oh yeah. Um, for a full solid week, and it's it still smells. A little I bit. I didn't smell it for the record. Um, That's good. But your car looks immaculate. Thank you. Yeah. I went to attention to detail. Oh, oh. That, that's my that's my um, my friends. That's my friends. Well, I should go there because my car is a disaster. Yeah, it's down on the island. I just did the interior detail. It looks so. great. I do a good job. Well, thank you very much. I yeah, appreciate I it. And um, we just wanted to point you guys out to this too. Jayla and I have created a feel good five checklist. If you go to our website, it's free. It's free. It's askyourself-whynot.com, and you can click start here. Mm-hmm. Or if you are a fan of our Instagram, you can click right on the, the link that we have in our bio there, and it'll direct you right to that. It's an instant download. It's not overwhelming. No. These are just our num- five numbered tips. five things. That's it. Yeah. They're like the consistent things that we have tried to do and that are in our toolbox that would help us feel good. Even like on your worst day. On your worst yeah. day when you're not your best. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. I saw your reel yesterday for that. that yeah. Great. Thank you. We've been thank trying you. to do a little bit better with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was eating nuts. Could you tell in the video? No. Because I sure was. No. Because um, I'm paying attention to the things as they pop up. Yeah. So I wasn't paying attention. What makes you feel you. good? Would you say on the daily? Is there um, anything that you go to? Definitely hydration. Yeah. That is like a key. On days when I don't get enough water, I mean, I really feel it. Um, movement, any mm-hmm. kind of movement. Yes. Um, and Release. something that I've really been trying to do more of and get back to is being my weird self. Like, I'm yeah. super weird, man. Mm-hmm. I'm quirky. I do weird stuff, like dance in my dining room all the time even when I'm by myself yeah you know just being like letting my freak flag fly and like literally embracing you know if I feel like I want to bust a move I'm a bust a move you know um I really like that I like just being silly having super like a lot of fun I think life is just way too heavy and serious all the time so Mm -hmm. just literally not just having fun but being silly absolutely you know what I mean like I like that carefree yeah carefree exactly and um, being outside, you know, in the, especially mm, in the sun, always, yeah. letting the sun hit you, even if it's a little warm. Yeah. It's supposed to be real nice today. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually, um, we decided to pause our kitchen remodel yeah. and focus on the outside of our house. So creating sort of a sanctuary in the backyard Oh, cool! and putting right. our money and resources there because that's really where I want to be. What well, you need. Yeah. That's what I need. Right. Like the kitchen's fine. I mean, it's gross, but it's functional. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, let's put our efforts outside because that's where I want to be. Yeah. You'll get to the kitchen eventually. Yeah. Jeremy West. I don't know if anyone locally knows who he is. But his backyard, you guys, is incredible. Yeah, incredible. Like a pond. Like, no, his pond is, you could swim in it. Like, it <laughs> is awesome. My husband had to go there because Jeremy gave us a couple of banana plants um, for the backyard. Hmm. Yeah, you can grow banana plants here locally. Um, and the, you can actually keep them in the ground if you cover them up with mulch, the certain type. And they'll pop back up in the in the spring. Wow. So. Alex had like backyard envy. He came home and he was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> and I think our backyard's nice. Like, it is. He, it's an, it's very that, relaxing. Right. It's it's something that Alex likes to do. But Jeremy's backyard is amazing. So if you guys are looking for something to do, drive by his house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he would love to show you. I'm sure. Oh man. On that note, today we are going to be talking about fight or flight with Joelle. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, Joelle is a trauma informed um, yoga instructor, and she has her own 
program that she created around mindfulness for stress reduction, which includes managing trauma mm-hmm. within that. Yes. Um, anything else? Um, trauma-informed mindfulness coach as well. Trauma-informed mm-hmm. mindfulness mm-hmm. coach as well. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn more about what how she defined trauma, you can listen to our previous episode that we did with Joelle. But this one's going to be more on fight or flight. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's something that I think we've learned, we've created more awareness around within you know, ourselves. Yes, thankfully. You're well, always, you're yeah. just always just re- ready to go. You yeah. Know? Is that yeah. how, how would you describe it when you can feel um, that you're in fight or flight, Jayla? Great question. My fight or flight, I would say I'm always like expecting something to happen. Like mm-hmm. right now, like, you know, nothing ever just being mm-hmm. like, I'm just on, on edge. Like I can't mm. just be, I just feel like, you know, something's about to happen and I'm ready to react. Kinda. Yeah. Um, and it's usually never a good reaction either when I'm yeah. in that fight or flight feeling. But that's mm-hmm. kind of the feeling I get that I just can't just be. I'm I'm expecting something, mm-hmm. and usually it's probably usually bad. That's my expectation, but that's mm-hmm. good. And that's good. mine would be I think like I've noticed more like my body will be really tense, mm-hmm. and I'll be um, I'll be like short, mm. um, really irritable. Yes. Um, you know, like just not seeing anything for what it is. Everything's annoying. And just not even seeing anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't really register things when I'm in that that's fight yeah, or flight. That's a good point, too. How that's about you, Joelle? That's why I'm building my backyard. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm remodeling my backyard. Why? Because I need to calm it. I need down. that space. <laughs> I need to calm down. That's yeah. Why. Um, because I need to literally stop and look at the flowers. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like creating that time. Um, yeah. So for me, it definitely is like physical pain, like especially mm. back pain. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. Ooh. Um, yes. And, um, I, it depends on, you know, there's, it's a spectrum, fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. So sometimes to me, it feels like fatigue and it feels like I just really need to rest. Mm -hmm. I just need to press pause. Like sometimes that my body is like screaming at me, like slow down, which I think is what Jayla was kind of saying as well. Right. You're just always like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not, you know, we, you know, we've heard this, that you're not a human doing Doing, a human being right and we Mm -hmm. don't (laughs) we're human doings um so for me it it depends on where i am on the spectrum of it right so it can feel like physical pain it can also just feel like fatigue and also i definitely know when i'm in fight Mm -hmm. because i have arguments in my head with people Mm. oh (laughs) absolutely (laughs) that aren't real i mean the people are real they're real people you know i'm not hearing voices but you're just um, like ready for like scenarios yeah Yeah. Yeah. like i play out this whole scenario in my head and usually none of it is real exactly right and 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 the and the fight or the deep conversation like never happens because it's not supposed to happen that would be asinine to walk around and like just always having these confrontations with people oh absolutely so i know when i'm like playing this i'm like i just had a whole conversation argument in my head with another human and what am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's fight for me. That's how my fight shows up. Yeah. My, um, flight I might slam a door too. my flight too. I would get heart palpitations on the oh, times yeah. when I'm like extremely stressed yeah. mm-hmm. and obsessive thoughts like, yeah. where it's like the same scenario over and over and over again to the point where you're like, I can't think about this anymore. Yeah. How often would you say that we as humans are walking around in a fight or flight? Like I know that there's a difference between chronic fight or flight, mm-hmm. which can manifest in like really severe illnesses. I've given myself hives and shingles. Cold from, like, sores. Cold mm-hmm. sores. Yeah. It's usually what I get. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
autoimmune, I, I think, mm-hmm. can be caused from chronic fight or flight, stuff like that. Great. But what about, like, how often would you say that we are walking around on the daily in a fight or flight condition, would you say? I mean, I think it's more often than not, frankly, at mm-hmm. least a little bit. Again, it's a spectrum, right. right? So to your point, you know, you're not walking around every day giving yourself hives, Mm-mm. but we're kind of heightened, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially right now we are inundated with overconsumption of negative media, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And there is actually something called collective trauma, right? Like mm-hmm. a mass shooting or war or, mm-hmm. or a recession or a recession mm-hmm. or things that happen in national politics. Certainly not going to talk about that here, but that's considered collective trauma, right? So mm-hmm. you're consuming all of that and your body has a reaction to that. And mm-hmm. then you, you know, after you read that thing on Instagram or whatever, then you go to work and there's like another stimuli. So we're constantly immu- inundated with stimulus, mm-hmm. various, you know, various stimuli all it's all day. Every day. Probably more than any other time in human history. Probably more than any other time. I definitely agree. So I would say, you know, I don't want people to freak out. But, like, I would say, I mean, I I think it's a lot. I I would say at least half the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're in some version of it. So when we're walking around and we're in some version of it, I, I feel like I've just learned that your body, when it's in that fight or flight mode, can control your mind. Oh, Whereas yeah. before oh, yeah. I thought your mm-hmm. mind always controlled your body. Mm-hmm. But when your body doesn't feel safe, it tells your mind, mm-hmm. Hey, we're not safe. And then that creates mm-hmm. even more of an issue. Yeah. So that's actually, there's a name for that. It's actually called bottom up. It's bottom okay. up and processing there's top down and bottom up. Right. So when it comes from the body, this is where we get into somatic experiencing. Right. Okay. So when we are talking, when, when we're talking about what you just described there, we're talking about the vagus nerve. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I've the, been way more aware of that since our last conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel. So the, yeah. So the vagus nerve is the connect is literally the mind body connection. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the largest cranial nerve and it is a, one of the largest nerves that comes all the way down through like literally through the center of your body, through mm-hmm. your whole trunk. Right. Um, that's the scientific word trunk. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Sure. It's your torso. Yeah. Right. So it literally comes all the way down through there. So when you have butterflies in your stomach, right, that's your vagus nerve, your vagus nerve hmm. regulates like your heart rate and your digestion. And, um, when we talk about the the um, gut brain uh, connectivity. We're literally talking about the vagus nerve there. Um, it regulates heart. I think I already said heart rate. It regulates um, blood pressure. It regulates mm-hmm. so many things. And so, yeah, it, it's definitely a bottom up. Yeah. That's sort of never thing. been something that I was ever taught in school no. or anything like that Mm-mm. to pay attention to like how tense your body is. Mm-hmm. I had a manager one time who had what they called a vagus nerve response. Uh-huh. We were at this work event and he started like slurring his speech and wow. sweating profusely. And we thought he was drunk, like, you yeah. know what I mean? But then it got to the point where we're like, huh? Like he's only had a couple okay. drinks. Yeah. yeah. It got really concerning and they ended up putting him in the hospital and almost was presented itself like a stroke. Yeah. Wow. But it was called a vagus Reaction. nerve response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am not sure how that well, happens I, either. But. Yeah. I feel like when I am fight or flight too, it's like, I don't, I don't think presently it's like mm-hmm. always 
like in the past in the past or in the future Mm -hmm. and i read that you know we as a species are like the only species that can do that where we can think in the future and we can think in the past Mm -hmm. and when a lot of other other like animals they just are all always thinking in the present present Mm -hmm. present present and i feel like when i'm in the fight or flight it's always what happened in the back or what happened what's going to happen in the future like and yeah that's what I, you know, if you can just be more present, mm-hmm. but it's hard. So quite a theme here we have going yeah. this morning about being present. So, yep. um, and we're also the only species that can't regulate our, our nervous system. Mm. Really? Right? Yeah. When dogs like shake out, they're regulating their nervous oh, system, yes. you know? Yeah. And, and every, every species does that. So we just need to humans. start walking around shaking, shaking. our tails. Yeah. We should all just be listening to Taylor Swift all day, every day. Yeah. Right? We shake our tails. Off, right? Shake it. True. Um, or Shakira or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever does it for you. You're shaking. Um, so... Okay, so let's talk about, so we have fight and flight. We also have freeze and fawn. And I don't know freeze and fawn. Mm -mm. Yeah, so that's really the whole spectrum. Um, So, okay, we're going to go, we're going to take, whoa. We're going to science class. Yeah, we're going to science class. We're going to go back one, just one step before we get into uh, polyvagal theory and the psoas and all that. So just very briefly, um, when we are children, and I like to say it like that because it makes you think of yourself as a child, right? Yeah. When we are children, there are four basic functions that our brain strives for every single day. We assess risk in our environment. Is mm-hmm. it safe here? So think of like when a kid goes through the stranger danger phase. That's yep. like a very real developmental mm-hmm. phase, right? Your Their brain is literally assessing their environment. Yep. Um, so assessing the environment for risk, the need for connection, which go together, mm-hmm. right? Is it safe here? Where's my mom? Right. right. You're looking like that's your, that's what, that's what the developing child brain does. Um, and that, so assessing risk, the need for connection, the need to create something, right? So imaginary friends or, mm-hmm. oh, look at this sock. No, it's really a hat, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then pure joy, just having fun. So those are the four things. Assessing risk, connection, creativity, and joy are the, the four basic things that kids, that are the developing brain looks for. And huh. then at some point reality comes in the real world comes in and that same child who has spent the first three or four years of their life trying to do that um maybe there's a divorce maybe there's a death maybe there's you know some change that happens or some thing that happens that we can then start plotting on our timeline oh okay here was you know the first significant thing that happened Mm -hmm. we can call that maybe a little t trauma maybe it wasn't significant enough to call it that Uh, it could be a big t trauma etc so when those things happen then our need to assess risk dramatically increases. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first time we go into fight, flight, or freeze, right? right? And then when our need to assess risk increases, our need for connection also dramatically increases. So think of those four things like on a, in a circle, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you have like need to assess risk, connection, creativity, and joy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so if our, if we are, if our, sense of safety has been disrupted, our need for connection greatly increases. Hmm. Make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, if you think of the pandemic, we were all like, I need people. I need people. Exactly. That's a great example, Mm -hmm. actually. Hmm. So this happens when we're kids. And then, so that kind of, I'm, I'm leaving out a lot here, (laughs) but then that, that eventually comes into us as adults where we tend to be, this is where I have to bring my notes in because I want to make sure I'm get. I want to make sure I'm not forgetting something like important here that I want to talk to you guys about. Okay, excuse me while I thumb through my little notes here. Yeah, that I brought. Okay, so 
so then what happens is then as, as adults, we create these expectations. I expect this thing, this is the unconscious mind or subconscious mind, right? I expect this thing I'm going to do might be unnerving in some way, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, are you going to the business after hours? Can you meet me there? Because I don't want to walk in by myself. Right. Right? We all kind of do that to some extent. I don't want to go to the movies by myself or mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this by myself. Yeah. Right. So you're, because you're like assessing for risk. Connection. Right. And, your, and your need for connection is there. So we create these expectations. And when those expectations, we create expectations of our world. Mm-hmm. When those expectations are not met, we create defenses. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the defenses create results that are based on fear. Mm-hmm. And then those fear based results create a self-fulfilling prophecy. See, told you I didn't belong here. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then that turns into things like perfectionism, people pleasing, avoidance, reactivity, mm. all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now we're getting into sort of this fight, flight or freeze. So how this, okay, I'm going to talk to you about physiologically, how it shows up physiologically. Yeah. Um, and also I want to talk to you about how it shows up in your life. Okay. So I want to do the latter first, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I've got my notes. She's it's 6am so while we're recording this. Yes. I have, to, well, I have to keep the notes. I know these things, but I'm like, it's also 6am. <clears throat> it <laughs> is. I'm a busy working mom. My brain needs some help sometimes. Like we all do. Okay. So fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So fight and flight are pretty easy to understand, right? Fight, mm-hmm. you're literally combative or you're argumentative in some way. Reactive. Right. And so how, right, exactly. Reactive rather than responsive. And so how this might show up, say, at work or in your relationships or whatever is going to be like resistance. Yeah. Right. So at work, it's like resistance to doing the work and not that you're defiant, but you're like someone gives you a project at work or, you know, you have to do this thing for work and you're like, you're like what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Or like, I'll just do it tomorrow. Right. That's I fine. have time. I have time. I'll just, you know, I'm not even going to deal with that right now. Yeah. Um, are, you know, using argumentative language, mm-hmm. um, criticism that's with, uh, sarcasm. Right? Yeah. Maybe cynicism, cynicism. Yeah. Right. So that is our sort of fight and how that kind of manifests or how that kind of presents itself. Flight of course is just ghosting. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're like, I'm out. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that have like taken jobs, even as like kids. I, I remember working at, you know, lower level jobs and people just wouldn't show up anymore. <laughs> it would just not come to work anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, um, this is more common. Up- this shows up. I see this a lot with clients, frankly, mm. people book sessions with me. Oh, I could see that. And then yeah. don't show. Yeah. I could see that. You know, um, that happens a lot. And yeah. of course I, I look at through this lens. I'm like, Oh, okay. They're, they're, you know, they're in flight. Happens a lot with okay. exercise too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, you're paying for a trainer and then you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Totally. Happens you know? every January. We mm-hmm. get signed up for the gym for New Year's resolutions. And then by February 15th, you're like, it's fine. It's, it's, all, fine. it's only 50 bucks. I'm not going to go. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, promising to like finish things, not following through, um, coming to a meeting late and leaving early, mm-hmm. putting your, turning your camera off when you're on the Microsoft Teams or the Zoom call for work. Right. Yeah. You're like, eh, I'm not really like into this. So that's, that all is kind of flight. And then freeze is so interesting. I feel like a lot of people are in freeze more often than not. Okay. So, um, over focusing on a, like a specific part of the work, Hmm. um, like, uh, like getting kind of caught up in the details. Like, like, okay, let's not worry about that part right now. They would say like, you you paralyze yourself. Yes, exactly. You're, you're so like almost like obsessed Mm -hmm. over, I think you were talking about like those like obsessive thoughts, Mm -hmm. but you're, you get like so hyper-focused on this one piece of this project 
they, everyone else around you is like, okay, just Jayla, like, don't, we're not, we'll get there mm-hmm. right now. Let's talk about that, you know, and Move on, you know, right? mm-hmm. and like, I know as a student, I do this, like, um, whenever, you know, I'm like taking a class or whatever, I'm like, don't give me half the instructions. I need all the instructions at once, you know, yeah. like don't drip them to me. Um, my husband just got back from a, a trip where he was with like 30 people mm-hmm. and the organizers would like, okay, meet in the lobby at six. And they're like, what time is dinner? And they're like, don't worry about it. Just meet in the lobby at six. And mm-hmm. my husband's like, what time is dinner? Yeah. You know, like, he's like, I need all the information, yeah. you know? And that, so that's like a freeze, right? I get you're low like, blood sugar. Yeah. Right. You're like over obsessing. Do I need about, a pack of snacks? Right. Right. Like you're, it's like you're over obsessing mm-hmm. on this one thing. Right. So oh, that's yeah. like freeze. People do that. Um, I'm sure with real estate all the time. Oh right? yeah. Oh, Oh yeah, right. Like they're yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's actually a great example. They're mm-hmm. worried about this one part, and you're like, listen, that's uh, not. What and I'm we like, need that's to be not about. even a real issue, <laughs> or at least not right now, right? <laughs> yes, right. So freeze is where perfectionism comes in. Mm-hmm. Failure to launch, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to put my website out there because it's just not perfect yet, right? You know, mm-hmm. so I'm just not even going to launch it mm-hmm. um, because we're so like obsessed about it being perfect, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, how many photos do we take and which one do we post? Right. Right. It's like, we all do this. So, but the perfectionism is that's in freeze. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I really, I like to think of it again, like that failure to launch, right? Like I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to launch this thing. We see this a lot with people who have amazing ideas for like a business or a project and they just sit on it. They don't want to do it. How many people have a great idea for a book? Oh yeah, and then mm-hmm. when when have you ever sat down and actually started writing? Right, right. Be, you're just stuck in that. But it's not right, and I don't know how do I get an agent. Well, right. Who cares about an agent? Sit down and start typing on your computer. Right. You're gonna be shitty at first. Like yeah. I saw something. It was like go post a shitty reel because it's it's your first reel and it's gonna be shitty. Yeah, like no, on, just on do Instagram. It. But just do it. Yeah, and then you learn along the way. Yeah, for sure. So. um and then, in also in freeze is like wanting to return to like a part of the conversation that was already had. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've done that. Guilty. That is like I laugh because I'm like, like that's but, me. But I need more clarity on what we just mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I find myself, especially at work, I'm always saying like, I promise, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm really yeah. asking for clarification. And they're yeah. They're probably I just like, want to confirm. They're, yeah. They're like rolling their eyes. They're like, here we go again, Joel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm in freeze. So that's what freeze looks like. And then fawn is like obsession maybe that's like a strong word but like literally fawning over like a supervisor mm. tunnel, or, tunnel vision yeah and you're like like this person you're like almost idolizing someone oh okay right like Got it. like this person is like um Oh, Jayla's leading the project, so I'm just going to listen to what she has to say because it's going to be pure gold, and I'm not going to give my input. I'm just going to say yes to everything she says. Uh-huh. Everything she says, I'm going to be like, yes, that's perfect. Let's do that. Okay. And Right? And, you know, where do you want to have dinner? I don't wherever you want. It's fine. I think, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, I think I've definitely fawned before, oh, for well, sure. Oh, we all oh have. I think we all have. Yeah. We all have, you know. And so of that spectrum, yeah. I, I argue that I think we're most often in freeze. I think you're probably right. You know, that mm-hmm. failure to launch, that like, oh, this isn't perfect yet. Oh, I, you know, I'm afraid to put we're myself afraid of out there. Afraid of failure, yeah. right? So we just stay stuck afraid where to we try. are. Mm-hmm. Afraid to change. You know, we see this a yes. lot with like people who are maybe their marriage is like struggling and they're afraid to even bring it up to their spouse or whatever. Right. And they're and, like putting additions on their house and you're like, well, I, what's going on? You know, that yeah, kind of a thing. right. Exactly. And you're mm-hmm. like, but the, the issue is still there, but you're like, well, I just, I can't, I can't even like talk about it. Yeah. Right. You're just stuck 
it like it's like quicksand, right? It's You're just in cement. Mm-hmm. So that's like how and the, fawning would be dangerous if I think about it. Like if we do that with like celebrities and stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We or like your clients. We Julia yeah. and I always talk about. We're, sometimes we're talking with people that we feel in our mind have more degrees than us, oh, yeah. and it feels more like they're more, more authoritative yeah. or like more important. Yeah. Than whatever mm-hmm. it is, no more. Yeah. Um. So you're like. You've put them up on this pedestal yep. to the point where you can't even have a conversation with them in your mind. Yeah, totally. You, you just show up so, and yeah. go with their flow. Right. Yeah, totally. So so the antidote to that would be having a beginner's mindset. Yeah. Right? And yeah. thinking, what can I learn from this person? Or, you know, um, Dave Ramsey always says, you know, if you want to learn how to be a millionaire, hang around a millionaire yeah. and ask them mm-hmm. questions. Right. But to your point, you're like, well, I could never do that. How could I ask them uh, questions? You know, I have, yeah. I have, I have, I'm a thousand there, right? Like, right. You know, right. Like I have thousands, <laughs> but I don't have million, you know, and you're yeah. like afraid. How can I be you know? in their company? Yeah. How, right. Exactly. How can I possibly be in their company? Right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's a little bit of fawning going on. Mm, so that is how fight, flight, or freeze shows up sort of in the um, intellectual way or cognitive way. But I really like to talk about the physiological. Yes. Okay. I really, so I like, because that's how that, we can by the create, way. that's how we can create more awareness, awareness. Yes. as yeah. individuals to help us how we feel. recognize that. Totally. And if you're stuck in a project at work, I don't want people to be like, oh my God, I'm in freeze. I need to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to talk about the physiological because I feel like our bodies are talking to us all the time and we're not paying attention. Right. Uh, yeah, we're just yeah. not. I'm starting Absolutely. to. Yeah. And, and your body will talk to you until it gets your attention okay. and, and it'll eventually make you stop or make mm-hmm. you listen. Right. Or give, or give you a disease or something. Exactly what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. So then it makes you like, okay, you're not listening. You know, remember when I was trying to give you that little bit of back pain? Well, now you can't get up. Right. You know, we are not okay. We're not okay. So let's talk about that because I think that's the more significant thing that may be helpful for folks. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have the autonomic nervous system Mm -hmm. and is comprised of the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the two there, there, this is sort of a system that runs throughout our whole body. It has a lot to do with energy, but we can look at two specific things, which is the psoas muscle and the vagus nerve. Right. This is not to say that these are the only parts of the autonomic nervous system. These are the parts we're going to talk about. Okay. Because they're the parts that we, A, that talk to us most often, mm-hmm. and B, that we can actually activate and, and work with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll talk about the um, sympathetic first because this is our fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. Okay. And this is our psoas muscle. So I should have brought a photo for you guys. Yeah. Um, so I can send you one. Um, so the psoas muscle, if you think about, just think about like when you're looking in like an anatomy book <laughs> of like a torso, it sort of starts in the middle of the spine, mm-hmm. sort of like right where your bra line hits, right around the T12, the thoracic 12. Yep. Right, kind of right in the middle. It starts there, but then it kind of comes forward through the torso and kind of wraps through a bunch of organs right. wraps around the hip girdle, also sometimes called the pelvic girdle, and then attaches to the inside of both femurs. Mm-hmm. I've been saying hip girdle, and I, some scientists recently said, it's the pelvic girdle, and then another person said, it's the same thing. <laughs> so right. I say both words. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I always say hip girdle. Um, so, so that's what it does. So it comes right kind of down the center, comes around through the front, wraps around the hips, um, and attaches to the inside of basically your thighs, right? Okay. So thinking about where that is, imagine if you were like in the boxer stand and that motion that you have to make to like literally be a boxer, 
it's not only your back, but it's your hips too. So think mm-hmm. about like fighting, yep. like literally fighting and running and running yeah. your psoas. That's your psoas. So your psoas gets, um, engaged when we go into fight or flight. Okay. Cause it's ready. Mm-hmm. It has to be ready for that fight. It's preparing you. Right. Right. So what happens is these little things happen throughout the day, like somebody cuts you off in traffic or your morning was super irritating because the kids and the husband, and now you're just, by the time you get in your car to go to work, you're like irritated and pissed. Yeah. Right. right? I'm done. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's 7.30 in the morning and you're like, I'm out. You're like, like I've already lived a full day, people. <laughs> right? yep. When's my nap? Right? Like, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. Um, and so, so that psoas just gets super engaged right away. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is throughout the day that psoas is ready for the fight or it's ready for the fleeing, for the running, mm-hmm. okay, figuratively and literally. But we don't ever fight physically and we don't run. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the psoas doesn't know the difference between like a physical stimulus and an emotional one. Okay. Okay. So it's engaged no matter what. What typically happens to your earlier question about how often are we in fight or flight? We typically, on a typical day, we don't actively do anything to release that. Right. So then we go to lay down in bed at night and we wonder why, how come I fell asleep but I didn't stay asleep? Mm-hmm. Because your psoas is still like, wait a minute, I thought we were fighting. I thought we were fleeing. What's happening? Well, that's good right? to even create awareness around like with sleep and mm-hmm. stuff. And you're like, mm-hmm. did I move my body yesterday? Did I do something to release that? That's, that's good. Yeah, I read this quote too and it said, if you can't sleep... Because you're like worrying about something, get up, mm-hmm. let exercise. Because it's not the lack of sleep that will get you. That's it's right. just laying in your thoughts and your Ooh, worry. Yeah. yeah. So to get up and get your body doing something seems like counterintuitive, so, but yeah. 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 And so specifically for that, I would suggest something like cat and cow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's when you're doing cat and cow. That's your whole your whole entire psoas is being engaged, yeah. right? Especially when you're doing I love it me some cat table. And cow. Me and too. It feels so good. Yeah, and you can do it when you're yeah. sitting, right? You can like sit at your desk mm-hmm. or sit in your car, like you're sitting in traffic. You could do. I do it like all day. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, but when you're doing cow. it from table, it engages the hips too, right? Yeah. Or from it's, child pose too. Or from child pose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If so, you don't know what those are, you can you can look them up. They're cat. yoga poses. Yeah, they're yeah. yoga poses. Yes, yoga poses of cat and cow. When I say table, I mean hands and knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yep. mean you're on a table. Like, you could be on a table, I suppose. Why not? <laughs> yeah. It'd be more fun. It could be a lot more fun. Turn cat. on that Shakira. Look at me. Yeah, man. I'm up I'm on the table. Literal cat <laughs> on the table. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, so anything that can move our back, our hips mm-hmm. specifically, we can directly directly exercise that psoas. It's a pretty deep mm-hmm. muscle, but it's a pretty mm-hmm. significant one. It literally connects our torso to our legs. Well, you know, then that's the true phase. Like we are the saying, we hold all our tension, stress tension in our hips, our, hips, mm-hmm. our trauma it's, in our hips. And we do, but it's probably more accurate to say yourself. I yeah. think what I got from this conversation too is like, it's the little things that cause stress, mm-hmm. the little stressors, which we all have every mm-hmm. morning stressful, especially if you have children, you're trying you know, to get the door. And time. Yeah. yeah. It's like all that stuff. That kind of collects in that psoas muscle, and unless you release it to release it, so the cumulative effect is we don't release it day after day after day after day. So the cumulative Mm -hmm. effect is all of a sudden you you know bend down to tie your shoe and you throw your back out, Mm -hmm. or to more extreme you all of a suddenly have high blood pressure and you don't right, know why. Yeah. Or you're getting things like heart hives or shingles or heart palpitations mm-hmm. or cold sores. I or mean, diabetes is an inflammatory reflux. condition, yeah, right? Absolutely. You know, acid reflux is a huge one. That's mm-hmm. actually probably more in the that. vagus nerve. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but because the vagus nerve has lots of digestion too. But, um, mm. you know, all, Alzheimer's is being looked at as type, type three. three diabetes. So it's inflammatory, right? We're just walking around inflamed, but what's mm-hmm. causing the inflammation? It's stress. Mm-hmm. So one of the, the easiest ways or most effective ways to release this is to physically move, mm-hmm. right? We have to physically move. So it can be something as simple as getting on hands and knees and doing cat and cow mm-hmm. or getting to child's pose, coming up through table and coming over to do like a half push up. I do that a lot. We in need the to normalize this teaching. in the work day too. And totally. even in the school day, if you think about it, like everybody totally. get up and move your hips. I move your hips. I'll get up cow. at my office and yep. just start do- doing a couple push ups. Yep. Yeah. You got to move, right? Pigeon, great one. Anything oh, that, you know, pigeon. laying on your back, love, knees to chest. Love, hate relationship with yeah. pigeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. think most people do. It just feels yeah. so good when you're done with it. Yeah. Oh. Feels so good everywhere. Oh. Laying on your back, knees to chest. So that the opposite of like mm-hmm. cat and cow, right? Mm-hmm. Just moving in any way, moving our hips. And also, if none of that sounds good or feels good for you, just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. After dinner, go for a walk. Around. And not scenery. like, not a walk to like sweat mm-hmm. or to like burn calories, but simply to freaking move, a right? Release. To just mm-hmm. release that out. You have to do that. We're walking around with our shoulders are up in our ears. Our butt ke- cheeks are clenched in. Our jaws mm-hmm. are clenched. Our psoas is inflamed. And then we're like, you know, what, what's wrong? How can, how can my hip hurt so bad? Or I my know. God, my I back think we just so need bad. to shift our what's mindset, wrong? like with exercise away from, oh, I, I want to lose weight and look good and all this stuff mm-hmm. yep. to more of a like, I absolutely need to do this because it's what my body needs to release the stress that I can feel yep. better. Because you're never going to be consistent with exercise if you don't feel well in your own body, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And aren't getting enough sleep and all that stuff. It will come. That's a great place where people get frozen mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to go to the gym after I lose 10 pounds. After I what? lose 10 pounds, <laughs> what? right. What mm-hmm. are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so, although I did tell you guys I'd like to run, but I do need to be faster. I'm like, I'm way slower than you. Oh, that's okay. Um, but I will, I'll get faster. So, cause I have to just go and do it. Right. Yeah. So that's the psoas. And again, we're flying through this information. Obviously mm-hmm. we can get way, way deeper into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so the, the psoas is very significant. It is quite literally our fight, flight, or freeze muscle. It is what becomes physically engaged. It like tightens up. Right. It's like, Ugh! like when it, when a little kid like clenches their, their jaw and their fist and they're mm-hmm. like, ah, like, you know, they kind of like t- squeeze their whole body. That's kind of what, you can imagine like your mm-hmm. psoas is just going, you know, yep. I wonder if with acupuncture, if they really yep. focus on those, because I know, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned when you were on last, like I had left side hip pain for like ever. And the only thing that really helped was acupuncture. And when I walked in there, she, she was like, Oh, like, um, almost 99% of women have left side hip pain. It's all mm-hmm. left side. And Mine's I just, left side, yeah. Yeah. And I just was wondering if maybe that is, connected mm-hmm. yeah so my, it's mine is usually either right in the middle of the sacrum or more towards the right mm-hmm. um but you know we're not symmetrical humans yeah. aren't symmetrical mm-hmm. right like right. usually one hip slightly higher than the other or mm-hmm. whatever um so that's the psoas and i'll go very quickly into the vagus nerve because the, the vagus nerve is the parasympathetic so it's the rest and digest okay. so if the if the psoas is the fight flight or freeze right then the then the vagus nerve is where we sort of calm, become calm. Mm -hmm. So the vagus nerve, as, as the, as the psoas kind of connects the trunk to the lower body, the vagus nerve connects the mind to the trunk, right? So it all works just together so beautifully. It's just so beautifully designed. Mm -hmm. Um, so the way that we can, so the vagus nerve is responsible for so many things, as I was saying, like everything from heart rate to digestion to 
I mean, just a myriad of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way that we can engage that is through breath, mm-hmm. specifically belly breath, right? So when we're quite literally breathing just through our belly and through our nose, um, exhaling through the mouth. Mm-hmm. And one key is to make the exhale longer than the inhale. Yes. Um, but there are so many other ways to, um, stimulate your vagus nerve. You can do that with, by like rubbing like behind your ears, you know, like where you put like perfume or essential oils. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason that we put stuff there is because that's your vagus nerve and it's mm. very calming to the nervous system to do that. Um, Good I don't know what this is called. I need to learn this, but right here, like, you know, in, where in people ear. in the nineties used to get their, this pierced, what is this yeah. called? If you just literally rub that like 10 seconds, 20 seconds on each side, that inside stimulates ear, the vagus. Where the cartilage is. Yes, inside your ear where the cartilage is. That, um, anything with your ears, you could pull in your ear lobes, anything oh. like that. Um, there are, there's this amazing thing that I follow on Instagram. It's called Stop Chasing Pain. It's a guy, he's a physician. Hmm. Every post he puts is different ways to stimulate your vagus nerve. Amazing. Um, so highly him. recommend him because he gives him. you all kinds of <clears throat> great things like that. It's like 10 seconds, pull on your earlobe. Okay. Mm-hmm. The ears are good. The breath work too. If you do four seconds in, hold it for one second and eight seconds out. Yes. It's really releasing and it, and you can feel like you can feel your acid reflux get better and like, just like your body kind of calm down a little bit more. Yeah. And exhaling through the nose is warming and exhaling through the mouth is cooling. Cooling. Mm -hmm. So depending on what you need that day, you know, you can probably do either one, but understanding this, the vagus nerve and the psoas and how they work together. Mm -hmm. So the reason that we do the Shavasana or the rest pose at the end Mm -hmm. of a yoga practice is because you move first and then rest. Yeah. Right. So a great way to just in general, you don't have to be a yoga expert. You don't have to be a fitness expert. You don't have to be an expert in anything other than your own body. Right. Mm -hmm. A great way to simply release stress on the daily, go for a very simple walk after dinner around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. When you come home, do a couple rounds of cat and cow. And then sit and do breath work for two minutes. If you did that, like that simple thing, Mm -hmm. even a few times a week, your nervous system is going to be like, thank you. This Mm -hmm. is what I've needed. You love me. You love me. And then here's one point that I think is really important that um, this, I really want to make sure I make this point. The opposite of stress, the opposite of anxiety, the opposite of trauma, and frankly, the opposite of addiction is not relaxation or sobriety. Mm-hmm. It's connection. Mm. Right. And so on that wheel, when we're kids and mm-hmm. we need, you know, we assess risk, we have a need for connection and need, need to create a need for joy. Mm-hmm. Connection is huge. Mm. Right. And so that could be grounding, connecting with the earth. Yep. It could be having coffee with a friend who it makes you feel really safe and you know, you're supported with that person. You know, we all have kind of people in our lives where we're like, yeah, I'm closer to this person than that person. Right. Or I just have like a deeper connection with this person than that person Mm -hmm. in times when we're feeling especially anxious. or we feel like some things are coming up, um, maybe not necessarily ignoring, but the, the other friends, but intentionally spending time with those who we're super close to Mm. really having connection. So literally going out with a girlfriend and having lunch or getting a pedicure or having coffee with someone who you're again, really, really, really connected to someone you're, you know, very close to having that connection is key. Um, snuggling Mm. doesn't lead anywhere. Just snuggling. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, even with an animal, I'm sure even with Mm -hmm. an animal, Mm -hmm. um, huge, right. Um, and then, you know, literally grounding and breath work in those things. Mm -hmm. So understanding that connection is, is really 
the thing that, that we need. So we're either connecting with ourselves. That's why we put one hand on the belly, one hand on the heart. We're physically making a connection. And the, <clears throat> and the breath work tells your body, which tells your mind that you're okay. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed in yoga, when we first started out, Jayla, and we were doing our breathing, I, it, it was just like, I thought of it as just to breathe better. But really, it's telling your body you're okay in those difficult poses. Yeah, right? that's right. And, and like you can stay longer than you think you can. That's right. And, and that's a, a great <clears throat> mantra. I am safe. Yeah, it is. You know, that was really, really interesting. Joelle, I always learned so much from you. If you guys mm-hmm. want to schedule more yeah. um, sessions with Joelle or, or gather more information from her um, insight, how, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yep. You can uh, hit me up on Instagram. It's just simply at Joelle Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go to my website, joellemurray.com and schedule a discovery call totally free. They take like 20 minutes. Yeah. And we just hop on the phone. We, um, we can either do phone or zoom or whatever. And, um, totally free and also no obligation. So we get on a discovery call, see if we're both a good fit for each other. And we go from there. I love your idea of the evening walk. We do that with my family. Um, just like a little walk around the block, but adding cat and cow and breath work would be great. Mm-hmm. I think you'd feel really good. Yeah. Connection. That. Do you have any why nots of the day? Anyone? What are we thinking? Mm. Um, why not do cat and cow? Yeah. Why not, why not? be spontaneous Ooh. and just do something? Don't think about the Thank end you. result. Don't think about if you'll fail. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Those are both really good. I would say, why not, um, yeah, try something that scares you. Mm. Like, I think that is easier to do when you're a kid, but, like, as an adult, we sort of don't do those things anymore. And I think that's what helps us grow and become who we ultimately want to be. So try something today that scares you. Make yourself vulnerable. Oh, right? yes. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thanks Put so it much for having me again. This was awesome. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You are such a wealth of information, and we appreciate you so much. I'm about to go do some cats and cows on the grass right here. <laughs> you might have to. You might have to be our TikTok with me. I'm That's right. Go for a jog, I think, but I might pee my pants along the way. Yep. I already have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True that. All right, guys. Well, listen, this is the Ask Yourself Why, Why Not, Not podcast. podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we will catch you here soon. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with a friend or give us a great review. Yes, and also if you have an idea for a show, please share it with us. We really love to know what our community um, thinks about the episodes that we're creating as well. Yeah, what our listeners are enjoying listening to. Yeah, that really helps us create better content for you. Yeah, absolutely. As always, thank you for listening to the Ask Ask Yourself Why Not Podcast. podcast.